14 podcast. What a weekend content wise. Avery looks like he is in some sort of cabin. Uh, where the fuck are you, dude? I'm like, uh, what, like who goes on a trip to Gaylord, Michigan, bro? It, it's kind of just where where we're staying. We're not. Uh, we haven't played golf here. Actually, we did play golf here the first day, but what an unfortunate town name, Gaylord, Michigan. But me and uh, yeah, like ten of my buddies here playing nice little golf trip. It's been nice to kind of be away. Um, I thought the Jays were going to get swept and it was like the best weekend for me to be away, but also the worst weekend for me to be away for them to play the worst baseball of the season and get ripped around. And you know, the, the, the people were blaming you, right? Yeah, I did. I did see that. Uh, my record while in America is, is bad. I'll, I'll say it is bad. It's really bad. Uh, yep. Mex- if you add Mexico in there too, um, there's a Red Sox sweep, I believe as well. So um, yeah, not really good when I'm out of the country. You're gonna, you guys are gonna hate Cincinnati next week. Oh, last time Gate 14 boys went to uh watch the Jays play an away game, they they got no hit. Um, so this, this is gonna be bad. Uh, this could be bad actually. This has real potential to be a bad Friday, Saturday games, but the vibes are gonna be at an all time high. How's the trip though, man? What are you guys doing? Are you guys just like uh, so? Uh, Thursday got here. We went to see the Twins and the Tigers. Uh, Luplo, we saw him getting at bat. Um, I again, the Twins were no hit through six innings or something. I couldn't believe it. I said I haven't seen the away team get a hit in this park ever till the sixth inning. <laughs> They're just cursed whenever I show up to Comerica Park and the away team's playing. But yeah. I got to see my buddy Jordy. Um, that was nice. Me and Ev got to see him, so that was awesome. But no picture because they just lost three of four to the Tigers, and he said that's not a great look for a guy who's a rookie in the league. So out of respect, just saw him, had a nice little chat again, and then got up here, some golf, um, just mangled every night, and then just playing from behind the next day, like you read about, playing some good golf courses. My three rounds this weekend, 85 the first day, 75 the second day, 80 the third day, just three totally different sports I was playing. And I just and you just kind of get mangled. You get bags of ice, like 10 Miller lights, and you just get out on the course and get after it. So a lot of fun, man. Fuck. It's it golf is the best. Once you're once you can't throw a baseball anymore, golf's the next best thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And speaking about golf, let's invite the third Mike here. Uh a good friend of mine will be joining because he got to experience the weekend with me, and we can break down the story of the weekend that we got to endure uh michael alto is coming at us live from spadina uh first ever time on the gate 14 podcast if you don't know him it's michael alto one of my best friends uh the guy that that lets me get after it with him we're gonna break it down i I, I wanted to break down the friday story first i'll keep it short for the people so i as i mentioned it was curtis's birthday our guy and the only way you get into paris texas avery is if you have if you just, you have to have a booth and bottles, like, or, or you show up at like eight o'clock or you're, so had, or you're a we woman. Had, we had a, yeah. Or you're, or you a hot girl. So we had a boot. We had 12 guys, no girls, just 12 guys. We're like, how are you going to get in? So we got, he's drinking a Modelo. So we got a booth and we had to get like two bottles or spend a thousand dollars. Easy, right? Should be easy. So we get a bottle of Ciroc at Paris, Texas. And we're starting to figure out, like, these girls are starting to flock to our booth and start ripping shots. So we're like, how can we how can we finesse this? How can we finagle this and make these girls not take our shit? Curtis says, let's get Modelo's. So Curtis says, no more second bottle. Just give us a thousand dollars worth of Modelo's for the rest of the fucking (laughs) night. So there's this like little Spanish guy that keeps walking every 15 minutes to our booth with a tub of Modelo's. And we just start going bananas when this guy's walking in and we had a shit ton of Modelo's. So gate 14 listeners out there, if you want to finesse the system and not have females steal your booze, just get a shit ton of Modelo's. <laughs> Even the server was saying to us, she's like, um, do you guys want to like switch it up? Like maybe get Ciroc or something like that. And we're like, no, no, no. There was a thousand Modellos at this fucking table. I think Curtis got 77 actually, because it was 66 there. And then he got 11 more, which is yeah, the dumbest thing ever. But Alto, let's go into the Saturday night. I, I need to, I need to know about Saturday night. I, you, <laughs> first of all, you D, so you DM me. This is my backstory. I know nothing about this besides some of the texts that have been exchanged. I, 
you say send the picture you and Guillermo and you say do not tweet this and then I check the timeline you've tweeted five times about meeting Guillermo (laughs) I hadn't done anything but I want to break it down and Alto can help me piece this out because Alto was the one that noticed this so it was just a me and Alto night I didn't realize like all the boys were gone me and Alto slept an hour and a half but the night before on the Friday because I was drunk as I've ever been and we're like let's go out we go to locals only and we're waiting in line and Alto looks to the left, and Alto is like, is that fucking Ricky Romero? And I'm like, holy shit. It's like Ricky Romero, Guillermo Martinez, and this just phantom guy who had to be like a team trainer because he was wearing like Jay's team trainer gear. And uh, I don't – Alto, what did, what, what did we say at Locals? I'm like, how did that conversation start? Because I don't remember. I remember bits and pieces of that, but I just remember I walk up to Guillermo, and we won't say what I said. But I was just like, <laughs> I do a big podcast here, Gate 14, all that type of stuff. Like, I'll show you, like, that I'm legit, pretty much saying it. Right? Like, how, how, like, cause you were talking to Ricky Romero, right, Alto? Well, yeah, I was, I was talking to Ricky Romero. I was like, I was a little bit banged up. So seeing enough that seeing Ricky Romero fired me up. And I was like, that's my all star. That's my all star. <laughs> a, nice, a nice fist bump. And he liked that. He loved that. Um, and then honestly, after that, I kind of just, breeze ricky romero because he didn't i didn't really breeze him okay like he big dog me a bit i guess you could say but um and then you were talking to guillermo like dick dick contest showing the showing uh the gay 14 how, how big of a deal you are and then you know i the next thing you know we're ex- you're exchanging numbers with guillermo martinez i literally like, said to him let's get you on the pod he's like yeah i'll come on the pod i'll go to the pod I was, he's like he's like i was like let me grab your number so i text them so and then he's like literally we're there for like 10 minutes and, and Guillermo Martinez, I'm still trying to wrap my head around the fact that I'm talking to Guillermo Martinez at the bar. It was just the most fancy thing ever, Avery. So he just it was like, too good to be right. true. It, it, it was too good to be true because I know the followers and listeners aren't going to. What was his What was his fit like? Because he can't see in that picture. He was wearing like a, like just like a just a just a dad like not a dad outfit, but like an old man that goes to a club outfit. I mean, he's not old. I think he's like four years older than we are, but um or whatever, ten years older than we are. But so he texts me. And or no, when he's leaving, he says, "Come to this bar. This is where the entire 2016 Blue Jays team is." He texts me this, so I'm like, "Holy shit, dude!" Me, I'm saying all to I'm like, "We gotta go to this shit." We're with like two or three girls. We're like, "We're we're out of here." Like, I, I, we gotta go. Humble yeah, we weren't, we, it was a yeah, it wasn't gonna happen anyway. So yeah, it, was, it wasn't it was gonna happen anyway. Yeah, yeah. So so I talk, so I'm like, "Alto, <laughs> we gotta walk." So I GPS where this bar is. And it is 25-minute walk. So I'm texting Guillermo. I keep texting Guillermo. I'll be there in five. I'll be there in five. Whatever. He Like, I don't know why I was in a rush. He doesn't care. But we get to the front of this bar. I don't know what it's called. Saluna. 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 It's like this older, rich people bar. Right when me and Alto get through the door, I have to say to the guy, like, I'm with Guillermo Martinez. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come in. I still can't even wrap my head around the fact that I had to say. I was with Guillermo Martinez at the bar. Also, he asked no questions. That was he crazy. didn't really he say anything. He just said, oh, all right, sure. The first thing he said to me at Alto, he just rips our hats off our head. He goes, no hats in this bar. <laughs> Guillermo did like, that? I have a crazy <laughs> hat head. Like, I, my head, my hair was fucked, and this bar was just full of everyone dressed up, rocket ships. I'm wearing a dog and bear shirt at this place. So me and Alto are walking in, and I think, I, no, we didn't get guided to the bar. Guillermo just texted me and said, come to the back booth. We go to this back booth. Alto, who was at this back booth? Because this, Avery, this is the fuck part of the story. The people at the ba- this booth, I can't even fathom how drunk I was. And looking back on it with Alto, I can't fathom who was there. Who was there, Alto? It was it was really funny because they were the guys that I know. I know like Batista was there. I don't. I didn't see Edwin, but I. The guys that were there were when you're drunk. The ones that would fire you up the most. Like I saw Travis Snyder. <laughs> Ryan Goins was there. Ryan Goins' head is very shiny. Oh. Uh, it was fucking awesome. Um, who else is who else is there? I'm trying to. Think it was I, okay. Was... So it was like Travis Schneider, Jose Batista, Officer Dalton Pompey. Yeah, Dalton Pompey. Uh, Ryan Goins. I was snapping around yeah. with Ryan Goins a little bit because we have mutual friends. And then Guillermo, and then just me, Alto, and our, our buddy Noah. Right? It was Noah. Noah was there. Yeah, Noah. He's a listener. Yeah. Shout out! Shout out! Yeah, Noah. shout out Noah. And <laughs> like me and Guillermo, Avery, are just snapping it around. I'm not going to say what we were talking about, 
but we are talking about approaches. We are talking about fucking Alto's talking to him about fucking baseball savant exit velo. Stuck in exit velo and BAPIP. Alto's talking about BAPIP and about like exit velo, about the, how the ball is hit hard. If it hits, if it gets hit into the ground, it just elevates your exit velo. So hit, Alto and fucking Guillermo are to my right while I'm talking to uh, Ryan Gones. They're just talking about fucking baseball savant at the bar. And I like Guillermo and Guillermo is like the he is the greatest dude ever. I take back every I couldn't be a bigger Guillermo Martinez guy now. I couldn't be, I will be fighting for the death of Guillermo Martinez. And I he's gonna hate this. I don't think he's on social media, but he specifically said to me, Don't post that picture on Twitter of me and him. And me and Alto kept going back and forth. Like, should I post it? Alto's like, no. He said not to post it. And I, just <laughs> yeah, maybe not. I was like, I'm posting it. I don't care. I posted it in the morning. It did great. <laughs> and then the Jays just raked. But we were talking about approaches. We were talking about T-drills. We were talking about the media. This was the, it was like, this how does he feel? Busted. How does he feel? How does he feel about the media calling for his job right now? Yeah, no, he's just like, yeah, it's just, I mean, he's he also what do he say? He was like, this is just the Toronto sports well, media. Yeah, he also said he didn't he didn't say that like he was kind of just he's like, you know, it is what it is. Like people gotta say people gotta do the jobs, do what they gotta do. But you know, yeah, you know, people were pretty quiet when they were fucking number one in average and raking the last like three years, right? So yeah. That's what it is. You can, you can only do what you what you have. You can only do so, so have. where where do you where do you guys stand now on him? Is he? I is want he, him. A, I want him a lifetime contract. He's invited to my birthday party. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Dude, he's Coming. the best dude ever. Like he, him, and I are just shoot. Like we just text now. Like Daryl and I are text buddies. Like it's <laughs> it's the funniest thing of all time. He's the best. Uh, I will not be gunning for his job anymore. Now we've taken our approach to we're blaming Dave Hudgens. Okay, uh, the assistant coach. He's the he's the hitting strategist. Is he hitting not? strategist? That's who we're blaming now. Hashtag. Hashtag be nice to Guillermo is the, the hashtag we're starting now. <laughs> but he is just, I honestly couldn't believe it. I was mangled. And I and now looking back on it, texting Avery, hey, man, like, don't tweet this picture. And then me, like, tweeting about it four times, like, talking about, like, I'm texting Guillermo Martinez right now. I'm at the bar with him. Is all time. He's, he's, he, he took me and Alto in and Noah, like, with open arms. Like, we just knew him forever. And I look terrible, by the way. And this booth was just full of rocket ships. I don't even think I made eye contact with a girl at this bar. No. No, we couldn't. Well, also, dude, our fucking hair was glued to our heads. We were wearing a hat all night. <laughs> I came like straight from golf, looked like alfalfa with a middle part, just in this place. And there's just hot girls everywhere. It's like, don't no one look at me. And just thank God it was dark in there. Like, dude, yeah, it was, no, I, I, I was so drunk. And Alto told a funny story about this. Like, we were supposed to have an AP at Alto's at Medina, <laughs> and we were so tired that we just passed out like if like we told this shit ton of people to come to this ap i don't know if they showed up but me and alto like i fell asleep in our buddy curtis's bed fully clothed face down on top of the covers it was the most and alto just fell asleep just like in in fully clothes like it was just it was a nightmare fuel but that's the night that's why we need yeah Yeah. that's the picture that's that's a avery you tweet that out that's getting deleted on gate 14 (laughs) Alto, but Alto I mean, from a personal account, man. Before we get Alto off here, I mean, Cincy, how fired up are you for Cincy? I mean, we Guillermo might be having a couple beers with the boys there. We'll, we'll see. We've been stopping around. Avery's filming on a potato right now. No, it's because I it's because I went zoomed in on the picture. It's going to take a bit for it to figure it okay. out. Okay, but yeah, Alto, where are we at here? Let's get a serious <laughs> prediction for Cincy this weekend, and uh, we'll we'll send you out of your way. Uh, a serious prediction for Cincy. Um, okay, no, we'll do Philly and then Cincy. Two and then three. Philly, Philly, I think they're going to split Philly. That's my okay. guess there. Um, Cincy, I'm not excited at all. Probably not going to booze. Um, <laughs> probably going to stay in. Should, you know what? Should we get the other Cincy guy to make a prediction here too? Big Jays guy, Curtis Widener. Is Curtis. he going to say Cur- – yeah, let's get let's get a serious what, what prediction here before you guys get out. Yeah, yeah. What do you think, Curtis? Jay Sweep. Jay Sweep? He says Jay Sweep. There you go. There you go. All right. All right, Alto. I appreciate Alto, you hopping pleasure, in this, man. buddy. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, Gave 14 and forever. Get a time. There we go. Let's Easy, go. brother. All right. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that, that's the story. Avery, I mean, looking back on it now, now that you got to hear it, do you understand why people were probably saying on Twitter, like, this story was fake? No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't see any of that. You got into a couple good uh, Twitter battles this weekend, too, that I kind of missed out on, it seems. that. 
Being off Twitter is kind of great sometimes, I'll say it. I can um, never do it. JR does it constantly, so that's yeah. why he's probably in a good mood. Um, yeah, no, the camera's just not going to focus. I'm I'm in shambles right now. Um, no, so what, people just didn't think it was real? Yeah, like people were just saying cap or pictures, no proof, all that type of stuff. But we forgot to talk about, that's that's the end of the Guillermo story, Guillermo forever. Um, the Hag and Danner news. Um, that was fucking crazy again. I mean, my source, Johnny sources, I'm going to retire now because I do feel bad. And someone posed a good point. One of my friends who plays in the major leagues, like he... He posed a good point to me. He said, you're dropping this way too early, and then it just fucks with all the guys' heads on the team because they don't know who's getting sent down. So Johnny Sources is officially retired, Avery. Okay. Yeah, he's retired. Maybe the Addison Barger one is my next one up. But, uh, yeah, that's where we're at with that, Avery. I'm going to have to retire. Um, yeah, that's, that's awesome to see that you you had it again and then people are still saying that you don't know people and you, they, you're wrong about it <laughs> yeah um yeah this is a whole crazy weekend for you again man that guillermo story i would pay good money to have been a part of that night because you didn't <laughs> know it was gonna happen like everything yeah. about that night you went out knowing um you went out knowing nothing and then he ended up with guillermo so that and now that he's my guy man. now he's yeah. just my guy now we just now we just snap it around via tech avery's in meltdown mode right now with the camera <laughs> i'm but, trying to uh... get, i'm trying to get this to focus so bad it just can't <laughs> But anyways, man, I mean, and I hope, I hope he, I hope Hagen Danner is feeling okay. Obviously he makes his debut and gets hurt on the Friday, which sucks, obviously. But before we go into the Jays talk, let's go into some more news around the league. Wander Franco is EDP 45. Like what's, where are we at here with this Avery? So I, yeah, I saw a little bit of that today. Abusing a 14 year old girl. What was that about? I, I it's, it, it, it's like a, I don't speak spanish so I, I couldn't read or comprehend what it was saying but i saw the translation of it and it was pretty much saying like he was talking and like a, a harassing a 14 year old girl about um, what i don't like i i don't i didn't like go into the extent of it and maybe i shouldn't even be speaking on it but i just read that it was a 14 year old girl he was talking to there's pictures of them together it's a bad look and now mlb is investigating it my generational shortstop could never my generational shortstop could never boba could never do that yeah, I mean, fourteen is that's that's so fucking young, man. She's born in two thousand and nine. Let that let that settle in for a second. That's two thousand and nine. That's ten years younger than our young guy Jr. That's incredible. <laughs> two thousand. I saw the picture of her wearing Wander Franco's chain too. It's yeah. Just how how do you as a professional athlete? How do you put yourself in that situation, man? Where you can just. You should. You gotta know you can lose everything, even if stuff like that comes out. Even if it didn't happen or it's wrong, it's still gonna kill your career at some point, right? Yeah. Um, do you think he? You think he beat whatever comes? I don't out, know. I, I actually out. don't know what what he's gonna do. To be honest, like it, it's a weird situation, a tough situation, and the pictures are proof here. And I was getting in the mud of people on Twitter because there's Rays fans defending this fucking guy. Like, oh, how do you know she's fourteen, brother? She looks like she's twelve. Like. The fact that a guy like that's even talking to anyone on the borderline of that, let alone an actual 14-year-old, he should be locked up in his, in his just for even conversing with that fucking girl, bro. That is insane, Avery. Yeah, that was no good. That was no good. I fixed the camera now. I went to the, okay. the computer camera. Sorry, guys. Um, Yeah, how do you... I'm just so... People can be so dumb. Like, people with a lot of money can do such dumb things. Um, Hopefully it comes out and that wasn't the case for everyone involved because obviously... 14 year old girl doesn't want to be a part of that now obviously um so yeah i will wait for more news to come out before i make judgments but it's always a it's all it's a bad look it's, it's a bad look for it's one. always a horrific look yeah well so let's go into the the, the the jays now man i mean where are we at avery with this team um but the, i'm looking at like, let, like, like let's be honest the numbers tell you that the cubs are the best offense in baseball since the all-star break Okay. And they came in and they did what they've done since the all-star break. They just hit a ton. And I would love, I know we have a better record than the Cubs, but fuck are they exciting to watch, man? They're they're They, they rate like Cody Bellinger hitting like 400 since the all-star break or whatever he's at is absurd. Avery. It's actually absurd what this fucking guy is doing. It really is. I Cody Bellinger, that game on Friday, we'll go into it. Obviously was terrible dude yep was just the most depressing game ever you go up 
well, I guess we can go into the games now. Like the Friday game, you go into the game, Jose Barrios, the first inning, it's fly out, homer, single homer. Like this was dead from like 12 pitches in. They were done. Three nothing. And they get carved up by fucking DJ Khaled's son, Assad. Seven his innings, third, four hits. His third start of the year, I'm pretty sure. His third start of the year. And honestly, that loss was maybe the worst one of the weekend for me. Maybe Saturday, actually. I don't know. But just no heart, no resilience that game, no fight. They score one run, and then they score another run in the eighth when it doesn't even fucking matter. Just these uh, uh, Damian Lillard hits a uh, three to drop the lead to 42 type Chris of shit. Paul. Chris Paul. Or Chris Paul, sorry. Chris Paul. Um, just and, and like the bad. Vladdy error in the fourth, it was just a, it was an unserious effort from the first pitch, and like, that's what te- that's what teams do though. Like good baseball teams, you have a chance to step on a team's throat. They start fucking. They all start making mistakes. You got to play from behind. Um, the Jays haven't been a good team pr- playing from behind this year because they don't hit home runs. They don't score runs in bunches. Um, the Cubs have just shown like that. I would love to watch the Cubs every day, man. Fuck. Dude, they just rake. And they got candy, too, at the bottom of that line. Like, they rake. They, they should not be better than the Toronto Blue Jays in, in hitting stats and hitting home runs if you look at these two lineups. No, they shouldn't be on the same stratosphere, Avery. They should. They really shouldn't be, bro. But, I mean, going back into that game, I, we got to talk about Vladdy defense. This is, is Vladdy winning the gold glove at first, not to take it away from him, the most fraudulent gold glove winner ever. <laughs> this year, he is in the bottom 1%. And outs above average, Avery. The bottom one, he is in the one percentile of yeah. outs above average. He is terrible at first. Uh, outs above average is like the range-based one, which is bad. Um, first base, you only kind of go one direction, so you can't make the other plays as well. I believe that's why it's the range-based one. So, like, uh, defensive run stage might be better at first, but it's it's an odd decline after a solid year defensively. I There's... I don't know what to say about that. Is it a in shape thing or is I I've I've no idea how to fix that, man. What like how how does that happen? How do you decline defensively that much in, in a year? And I, wild, I don't really I don't really know who's like some bad other gold glove guys. We could go through it. Um like Juan Soto being nominated for a gold glove last year was maybe the worst. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about right? that. That's really fucking that guy is terrible. <laughs> that guy. like okay, but let's go into outs above average right now for Vladi in twenty twenty three. Oh my god. This case, is this right? Outs above is, average or uh, defensive run saved? Outs above average, minus 13 on the year for Vladdy. Um, where do you see DRS? I'm trying to find that. That's on like thing. on a whole nother website. Oh, it's on a whole nother website? Okay. Yeah. His OAA is minus 13, though, which is like the worst of his career. Besides when he was playing third base, it was minus 20. And Holy what was shit. He, what was he last year? Minus four. Um, yeah. So, yeah, and he won a gold glove. Um. It's not great from Vladi at first. And honestly, that was just the icing on the cake, the salt on the wound. I remember I used to say womb. Uh, <laughs> it was bad, Avery. Like that play was just like uninterested. I don't give a fuck. I'm lazy. I'm dropping balls at first base like it's T ball. Like that was that was the game in a nutshell, right? Yeah. yeah I, I turned it on, watched some of the highlights, saying that, that was an unserious effort as well. That team, that team was defeated from the start, man. It was, it's one of those. You have it in a 162 season, but at the point with the Mariners up on the Jays um, and in that tight race for the third wildcard spot, uh, it's just frustrating to watch big series like that. And man. you can't expect to win a game when you only have five hits <laughs> against against the guy making his third big league start. But yeah, that game was just terrible to watch. I was obviously in attendance. It sucked. Like I honestly, and I'll say this, I'll, I'll be a man of integrity, hand up. We went up to the Corona Lounge and just didn't watch the game. For like the last three or four innings, we're just having a good time. Like I didn't even care. It was just it was dead from the get go. That game, yeah. I didn't want my vibes to be ruined on a Friday. It was terrible. Yeah, there's another pic of Johnny at the. Uh, you've you posted a picture with that same group of girls, a different one of them every time. Alto took this pic, but yeah, Alto. It, no, Curtis took it. Oh, Curtis took it. Yeah, it is. It, but it is. There was another one out there of me talking to a girl, and I immediately because I didn't know this girl that well, and she was just like we were just conversing. 
I was like, do not, do not post that on Twitter. That girl is going to like send me a cease and desist. But yeah, I was buzzing Corona Lounge Saturday, just having a great time. Uh, did you? But yeah, oh, then you played golf on Saturday, right? Yeah. So we that went to Oakdale. Swing was horrific. Oh, it was bad. I listen. I, I had an hour, hour and a half sleep on Friday. <laughs> but shout out to my guy Jonah for hooking that up. We played Oakdale. Um, what a track, Avery! What a fucking track! I mean, they tough? played the Canadian Open there on the weekend, like yeah. last. Yeah, like so. This year, yeah, like I don't know. It's what? Um, did, what? What was the final tally? Jonah shot a seventy-two. I don't want to uh, know about Jonah. Alto shot eighty-eight. I want to say eighty-nine, and Curtis shot eighty-nine, and I shot DNF. I like the second, the, <laughs> the, the back nine. I I just picked my ball up after every approach shot. I was like, I'm not playing. I can't. I I I, I didn't eat. We didn't eat, and we just went straight to the course. Hung over on an hour of sleep. It was the dumbest thing. Our guy Jonah got us on there for free, though. Thank you to him, obviously, for that. That fucking rocks. Um, but I also want to give another shout-out here to our guy Ryan, one of our listeners, Ryan X 24 He wants the Gate 14 boys to play Co- Copper Creek for free. He DM'd us. Apparently, yeah. that's a sick track. So we'll, we'll, I mean, we'll be in for that. But, yeah. If I mean, you work was... at a golf course and you want us to play it, we will, we will play us. it. Shout-out we'll to play the guy sure. at uh, when we were at Osprey Valley Monday. Yeah. Um, he... He called the cart girl to find us on the golf course and buy us beer. Legendary, yeah, legendary shout shit. Out to that guy. But yeah, no. Anyways, uh, so Saturday's game, I was watching it on my phone, and I wanted to, I wanted to kind of touch on the Joey Bats. Um, I want to touch on the Joey Bats ceremony. Man, that team was special. I, I, I know we've talked about it a lot, but like just seeing the highlights and the nostalgia of how that run, man, in 2016 or 2015, both years when they just didn't lose a game in the second half, Avery, like imagine rooting for a baseball team like that right now. Fuck. That would be awesome. Dude, a like, bunch of home runs. It, it's like, it's, it's pretty it's, much rooting for the Braves. Yeah. It's what made us fall in love with baseball. Those teams, right, man. So special to us, special place in my heart for those teams, Wish there was a little bit, uh, obviously a world series to end that, to celebrate all the time. Um, but we'll have, we'll have 2015 and 2016 forever. Yeah, it was the, that 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 what those did you, runs. What did you, you think of? Did you watch much of the ceremony? Yeah, I watched ceremony. It was great. It was great. I honestly uh, like. I I rarely get chills from stuff like that, but I really did have chills, man. I mean, watching do, Jose do you think, Batista. Do you think they they did it? Did him justice? Like, was it? You can't. You can't really like. He's he. His career here is so good. You. It's hard to compress it into like a short video like they did. He had like yeah. so many memories here. So many big time home runs. I will say this though: it was weird. Josh Donaldson wasn't there, right? Well, he, I mean, he's rehabbing. He's playing. Oh, he's playing rehab games. I thought he's on the IL. I thought he's not playing. Sure, but like he's probably at a, like at the Yankee. If he's hurt or on the IL, he's probably at some complex somewhere. Okay, but I was gonna say. Yeah, they'd rather him do. It. He's on a team. That he's like the only yeah, one. That makes that sense. That was kind of dumb. Then. That was kind of um, dumb. Did they let? I don't know if you want. Did they let? let a lot of people talk i saw that the ceremony they said the game was gonna start at three the fucking ceremony started at three that would have oh that would have and they said and they told people to get in early too and by what are what are your thoughts here on the on the bobblehead people waiting at like eight we were looking outside of alto's thing because you could kind of see the roger center from there there was people lined up at 9 a.m avery for a fucking bobblehead i it's it's not for me it's never been for me at like after the tigers game um, because I was we were in the twins dugout. The one of the guys, Bat Boy, was giving me a bunch of baseballs. Like, I I, I don't want these. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. I know I know their baseballs at school. I was just like, I found every kid that I could find and just gave them to them. But I'm not. Yeah, I'm not a bobblehead memorabilia guy or collectibles guy. I. But if you're into that type of thing, of course you'd line up early. I know a bunch of people didn't get them, and if it gets people in the park, I think it's. Obviously, a genius move by the team every time. How many bobblehead nights are there? Because I feel like we've done fucking five or six. Already. I don't think there's that many. I'm going to say six a year, maybe. I think okay. five or maybe, six. Someone can answer that for us. Maybe but one a month. What was? Yeah, one one a month. What was cool about the Joey Bats one? I don't know if you it was know. the bat flip. It was sick. I, I'll be honest with you. It was sick. Um, I it was it sick to wait at nine a.m. for? I don't know. I don't know if it was that sick, but sure. Would Would sure. you bring it? Bring a chair. And sit out there that early. For, but then where does the chair go? You just throw it out? Then yeah, you lose yeah. a chair? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know, man. I'm not sure. I 
I maybe maybe we'll see. It is a sick bobblehead. I will say that a lot of nostalgia behind it. Obviously, I know it's a lot of people's massive memories, and it is cool to hang up and stuff like that. But I just don't really care for bobbleheads, man. Um, yeah, people who do, I'm fine. I'm fine with them. Yeah, um, but it's I would never line up for it and go to a game because of that. Yeah, so that honestly, uh, that game Saturday was awesome. Obviously, uh, seeing Joey Bats cry made me cry. Ruled. I mean, you never really see emotion like that. From yeah, because he, he was sunglasses inside with the roof closed, right? Yes. And another thing that w- what made me emotional about it is, is like, we didn't realize that. And Blake Murphy tweeted this. He shared the same emotions that we had for opposing teams. You know what I'm saying? Like, he hated the Rangers. Like, he hated the Yankees. Like, he hated the Red Sox. He was, he exemplified what it was to be a Toronto Blue Jay. Like, he exemplified the fan base. He was like mimicked. He like he had the most passion that it like to play for the blue. He loved it here. This is the team that gave a chance, took a chance on a guy that didn't have a good career. And he wore his heart on his sleeve playing for this team, man. He fought a fucking guy for us. Yeah. So just it was a great ceremony. Awesome. I wish they put through the punch in there. That would have been electric, but I'm happy with the bat flip. Uh again, <laughs> thrown in there. Um, but let's go into the Saturday game, man. Chris Bassett, obviously. Uh Jay's got a one-nothing lead. Um they get a one nothing lead early, top of the fourth. Chris Bassett gives up four, really shaky. Um, Jays come back, tie it up. Uh, Vladdy obviously was buzzing. Whit Merrifield, I'll go into him in a second. Um, Espinal was buzzing. Where are we at here with Jordan Hicks, Avery? I th- this guy, it's never, ever easy with this guy, Ave. Like, I know that's, this what what they, we- that's what they said. Uh, Cards fans said too. We have mutual buddy Landon who we went. Um, to opening day with in St. Louis as well. And he said, yeah, talented. He's got an arm that can throw it faster than fuck, but it's it's an issue every time he gets out there. It's never, ever Like, let's easy. look at his Toronto Blue Jays splits here. I mean, he's pitched five innings, six hits, three earned runs, one home run, two walks, three strikeouts, 286 opponent average, 141 whip. Like, that's not fucking good. That's not, I mean, it's not elite reliever numbers and it's we not have back end of the rotate it's not back end of the bullpen stuff no and not numbers no but stuff wise obviously yes yes yes, yes. so i think but that's I, where where you try it it's kind of the nate pearson effect in a different way where you try to merge the great stuff and the natural ability into back back end shutdown stuff where if you're a back end guy you need some luck to be good um obviously doubles in the gap and hard hit singles aren't going to turn into really good luck ever. So uh, limiting, limiting the hard contact what Jordan Romano is great at pretty much. Cause it does seem like Romano gets lucky all the time. He like, he gets some hard hit balls, but on average, he likes to limit the hard contact. Yeah. So I think it's a little different with Jordan Hicks walks, um, losing the strike zone kind of often and then giving up hard contact, not a great recipe for a back end guy. And he comes in after Swanee goes three up, three down with ease, by the way. And he comes in. I think it was like the third pitch to Bellinger, double off the wall. Uh, Swanee or Dansby Swanson ground out, and then a Christopher Morrell double. And that's it, folks. That, that was it. That was that was it for the game right there. Just it, it the Jays claw back from down 4-1. Their offense does what they need to do, right? I mean, you you, you go down 4-1 early and you claw back, come back, tie it up. And what the fuck happens? The top of the ninth, the guy you traded valuable assets for, right? Good pitching prospects. You trade for this guy who's a rental for the next two months, right? Yep. And he just shits the fucking bed. I mean, we we can't we can't get Trevor Richards and Jordan Romano back here faster, Avery. We can't. Because I, I don't trust I don't trust Jordan Hicks in the ninth inning. I don't. His numbers are not great. He doesn't strike out a lot of guys, even though his stuff is insane. And he gives up a shit ton of hard contact. Like that's the recipe for not, not being like like good in that in the high leverage situation for this team that's fighting for a playoff spot. Yeah, that that was a huge letdown spot after you finally find a way to score some runs, man. Um, kind of unacceptable to be honest. I know it's a one, it's one run in one inning. Feel, uh, yeah, big momentum for need you finding some more wins. What they and they lost three straight games to that point, right? Yeah. So today, thank God today happened or else this is a, I, I was thinking about texting Chris, our uh, graphics guy who does thumbnails. Great job for Chris, by the way. 
it was it was going to be it's over was the title it was yeah no was, season we're on no it was the title if they would have lost a title would have been we're on to 2024 that's yep. that's what that's what it would have been so we're getting close to that <laughs> we're getting close to that and now we're a game and a half up on on the mariners again again so. Think maybe it wasn't it was it wasn't all so bad, man. We we got out of this weekend and now Phillies and the Reds. And I, I wanted to go into this because obviously this guy's played a massive impact. And I know we talk about him a lot, but I just I gotta keep pumping this guy's tires. We gotta talk about Whit Merrifield, Avery. And I I, I gotta take a little deep dive into this guy's stats because we talk a lot on this podcast about guys like underperforming, like Varsho, Vladdy, all these ricochet shots. Sorry, guys, but Whit Merrifield, the Toronto Blue Jays got him for fucking nothing. For literally nothing. Samad Taylor. And who was the other guy, Avery? Uh, I mean, don't say nothing. Max Castillo. Max was, Castillo. Was the so, truth. Whit Merrifield leads Major League Baseball in hits since the All-Star break. Is that good? In his last 30 games, he is hitting 347 with a 529 slugging. Above Vladdy, by the way, the generational power hitter. In his last seven games. He is hitting 429 with a 607 slugging percentage. Whit Merrifield, right now, Avery, is this team's MVP, and it's not even fucking close. He is the MVP by a literal landslide, Avery. <laughs> well, no, don't say that. You still have Bo and you still have Kevin Gosman, but now that Bo's out, he's the only reason why this offense is semi-competent to this point. And the home runs coming out of nowhere too. What did he have? Two first half home runs. Um, yeah, and now he's, he's just he's just he's just launching baseballs into orbit now. And he, by the way, he ha- also he also has a higher OPS now than Vladdy. So, if I would have told you that at the start of the year for a hot take, I, you would have you would have called me a fucking idiot. He has six home runs in his last thirty games. And this guy is, he's hitting 302 this year. There's not much more you can ask for from Whit Merrifield. I mean, and the reason why I'm saying he's a team MVP, because if he wasn't hitting as well as he is, you have to play Espinal more. You have to play Bijou more. You have to play these guys more. So in my mind, he is the most valuable player. You take him out of this lineup, this team loses a 302 average guy. You know, tough lineup. It's yep. a really bad lineup. Sorry, no, you're, um, it, it's not. It's not the worst idea in the world, especially when you have Bo, and then they've struggled as well. But think about if you're relying on George Springer and Matt Chapman and Vladdy right now. It's just not. It, it's not going how it should be going with those guys. So yes, yeah, we give Vladdy a lot of flack. I mean, he has been cashing runner scoring position a pretty decent amount. Um, but yeah, it, it is. It, well, it's the, the thing. The always the thing with Vladdy is that that one season is you believe that's his normal. That's what he can do every year. And I still I still believe that that can happen again. Don't yeah. know how he gets there. I think that's more the hitter he is than this one. Way to run straight a plus of 110 or whatever it is. <laughs> Not yeah. even worth the full win. Um, He's 0.3 F4. Is that actually true? So I know yeah. I tweet about that. Yeah. It's 0.3 F4. Yeah, that's... That's really bad. It's not great, man. Fuck. But the thing is, though, when uh, EJ tweeted this, um, his approach seems weird, Avery. Like, he had a really de- – he had a decent walk rate in that 2020, 2021 year when he was doing well. And I don't know if you can pull those numbers up for me, Ave, but he had a decent walk rate, good walk rate, was swinging at good pitches. Now he's, like, getting away from his approach. He's swinging at these weird dog shit outside sliders they continue to throw him or hammer him inside and low and stuff like this. His approach seems weird. He's not swinging at baseballs that he knows he can match. He's just swinging at, it's like defensive type of swings, right? That's like the vibes I'm getting from him. And like, oh, counts like defensive swings. It's weird, Avery. Yeah. I mean, the walk rate isn't crazy different. The strikeout rate isn't crazy different. He's running a similar hard hit percentage. Uh, barrel rates down a little bit, but I think, uh, where are we at here? Okay, zone swing percentage, whiff percentage is kind of where uh, they don't even have out-of-zone swing percentage here. So, like, zone contact, he's making more contact in the zone than he made before. Um, He's swinging at pitches in the zone more than before. He's whiffing less. So I don't understand how he can swing at some, yeah, like, chase percentage is up 6%. There it is. Um, I don't know how he can make more contact, swing more in the zone, hit the ball pretty hard and be worse. Like when he was swinging and missing, he was better. 
it's like the only person in all of baseball for that to ever happen to. Um, so that's fucking. I'm just so confused with him. It I'm doesn't com- make sense, man. I'm com- I'm confused with everything. Baseball's fucking confusing, man. If we could fix it, like I said, we would never be here. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't be here right now. <laughs> Me neither, bro. Me neither. It's uh. It's just Vladdy, man. It's tough to watch. Some of these at-bats are so unserious. And I know he's a singles guy now. He's a singles merchant, as the kids call him. But um, I hope he figures it out, and I hope he starts launching, because my prediction of him hitting 20 home runs could not be more terrible, could not be more wrong, could not be more, like, the worst take ever. So, yeah, you hate to see it. But the, another, another like, the good point from that game as well is, is like, the bullpen really showed up besides Jordan Hooks. I mean, y- Yimmy Garcia looked awesome. Eric Swanson, the guy has just continued to be lights out. It's just Jordan Hicks, man. It's just, I don't know. But the bright spot as well there was Santiago Espinal has looked decent his last couple of games, man. Especially this is a guy that's not playing that much, um, which is sucks. I mean, he's going to be, and I said it, he's going to he's gonna get better when he plays every single day. It's just there's not really a spot for him on this team. Um, yeah, his last seven games, he's four for 14, hitting 286 with a 412 on base percentage. I mean, this is a guy who is, like I said, Bench bat, minimal at-bats, obviously getting a little more reps now with DeYoung, uh, who can't hit to save his life on this team. Uh, he's getting more reps, and he looks awesome. And where are you, Avery, with this take? The Jays should have just not traded for DeYoung. I know in, in hindsight it makes sense to say this, but but to keep Espinal, because I saw a decent amount of that on Twitter the other day. I, 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 I think it's still dumb to really put your trust in Espinal of your everyday shortstop, but DeYoung is not much better. He's three for, like, 40 with the Jays, dude. Yeah, so I... You don't have a safety blanket, really, if if Espinal's not working out. At least when you have DeYoung, you have the safety blanket kind of of Espinal. So I think you don't make the moves and Espinal starts to hit like shit. Then people get mad at Ross and be like, what, what were we doing when we have people available for one minor league prospect that we can trade for who can play good defense? Um, yeah, and, and going into... These D Young splits are crazy. So in his career with the Jays, he is three for 19 or three for 39 with 14 strikeouts hitting 0.077, 0.077 on base, 0.077 slugging percentage. Is this the worst start of a trade for the Toronto Blue Jays ever? Maybe since Brad Hand, maybe? Yeah, yeah, it's been pretty bad. I don't feel horrible for it because we, we didn't trade. Like, unless that guy turns into Mike Trout, it'll be the worst trade actually of all time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I'm okay. It he has to be feeling it too. You go to a new city, ever all the fan base doesn't like you because you go three for a thousand to start your career. Yeah, I think it's yeah. a bad case scenario for both parties involved in that one. Yeah, and uh, and uh, we got to stop we talk about, takes. Can we talk about our king here soon? Rio. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go into the Sunday game. Let's go into the Sunday game. The haters. The naysayers, the morons, the baseball savant sluts, the idiots that said, I want Ryu DFA'd. Where are you at? Where the fuck you at? This guy has a 257 ERA since coming back from the IL. I don't give a shit if he's throwing 68 miles an hour or 100. This guy is spotting stuff up. And since that first inning of that Orioles game has given this team a chance to win, Every single time he has stepped onto the rubber, I could not be happier. I could not be happier for a guy because Ryu is that guy that catapulted all of the free agent signings in Toronto. He was the first big, big name to sign here after his Dodgers year, Cy Young voting, all that type of stuff. He signs here. George Springer signs here. All these big dogs sign here. Ryu will always have a special place in my heart, and it makes me so goddamn excited seeing this guy carve it really does man it really does again limited hard contact today an average average exit velocity 82.5 pretty fucking good man and seeing those numbers is awesome he was awesome in the cleveland start i said before he got the baseball off the knee i thought he could pitch 15 innings that day he seemed like he was just spotting it up and again a guy who loses a mile an hour for sure like i said for sure i still believe this harder to get people out at a mile an hour less. But what made Hunjin Ryu good forever? He's lost, what, a mile mile an hour? Mile, one and a half miles an hour? What made him good was he never out- overpowered people. You could fucking dice people up with four different pitches, hit hit corners, 
It's the old Mark Burley, Marco Estrada way, and it works. It's never going to look good in the stats because he can give up hard contact. I mean, if you're throwing an 82-mile-an-hour changeup, or yes, changeup at (laughs) – he threw one at 75 miles an hour, and someone sits on it, they're going to hit the ball 127 miles an hour off of it. The numbers, the expected stats are never going to look good, but there's a reason why people like that have been successful. Jamie Moyer pitched for a thousand fucking years because he could hit corners and be successful that way. It's not, you obviously you'd rather throw a hundred and be able to do that same thing, but he's been very good his whole career at doing that. And he's a fifth starter. We're not asking him to be the ace, man. We're not. No, you need, you do need everyone to be good. And I, I am happy for him as well. He, Everyone that we talk to says they fucking love this guy. Yep. And that's what I'm saying. I love him. He's just, he seems like the greatest team guy. He was traveling with the team when he was injured, just having a good time. So you just love to see it. You love to see it. And then speaking about our guys, Avery, Danny Jansen gets hit by pitches every single game. And I said this stat. So Danny Jansen has been hit by five pitches in the last seven games he's played. It, what do you think it is? Do you think he just uh, he he's crowding the play? Because it seems like it's always on that right part, right side. By the way, the, the veins are buzzing today. Right side, it's like his right forearm that's like hanging over the plate, and he just gets hit by it every single time. Like Evo Shield should just make a fucking bionic arm sleeve for him, where it's just steel, and he just gets to wear the shit. It is crazy how much a guy gets hit by a pitch. I he couldn't need- believe it. It's a insanity run of hit by pitches. Yeah, if Alec Manoa and Danny Jansen faced each other, every single at-bat would end in a hit-by-pitch. Yes, 100%. Um, he, he needs to be made a bubble for him so he doesn't get hurt anymore. That's just – I don't even think he crowds the plate that much, does he? He kind of does. But does he's he like a gritty – like yeah, he's a gritty, no batting gloves, crowds the plate. That's yeah, just what he Rizzo, does. Rizzo's kind of the same thing to me. Yes. Like, pissing me off. Um, are we going to talk about Alec Manoa? Yeah. We'll go. We'll win that after we t- tap in some more stuff here about the game. Yeah, I, so, I didn't even see. I saw Dalton Varsho had five. Yeah, Dalton Varsho is starting to figure it out, man. He's pulling inside pitches again, not late on them, and it is a thing of beauty. Avery. I need you to. I need you to run down this game for me. I was on the golf course. I didn't. I didn't see anything today. Those other games, I went back and watched pretty much all of them, and then yeah. this one, I didn't. So, yeah, no, I today, I mean, score. the Jays are down. Jays were I, down. I saw right away. I threw my phone in the grass. Yeah, I, the, J- the, the Jays were down, and listen, they could have went down and out, down two nothing in the first inning, and the sky's falling. Everyone's like, "Kill me, it's over, season's over on a 2024." And who comes up and saves the season? The least likely motherfuckers. Kevin Biggio singles, sco- singles. Danny Jansen gets on with a hit by pitch, and Dalton Varsho inside fastball that the the player that was promised <laughs> launches this shit into the moon and they put up a five spot in the second inning after going down two nothing in the first it was a thing of beauty it's something that honestly can turn a season around turn an offense around seeing a guy who's loved like Dalton Varsho in the clubhouse starts figuring it out hit home runs again it was awesome then Vladdy singles Belt gets on, Wit gets on, Springer singles and scores these guys. It was just a nonstop hit parade. It was a parade inside my city. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone was buzzing. It was an awesome game to watch. I never wanted Wow, to they end. put Calvin Biggio this high in the lineup. Holy fuck. Yeah, Calvin Biggio's two for four, man. I I apologize to him last podcast. Credit to me for being a man of integrity because this Still motherfucker left five people on base. <laughs> but this motherfucker's figuring it out. I mean, what Merrifield four for six today, Avery. <laughs> He's He's the best ever do it. Vladdy again was good. Holy shit. Two for five. And then Ryu, you love to see that. No earned. Yeah. Yeah. It was a Brandon Belt error. But Brandon Belt is such a good hitter as well, man. He just gets on. Like he just, he's just a scrappy, scrappy hitter. Holy fuck. He had three walks. Yeah. One for three with three walks today. Like that's, that's a veteran guy that makes a substantial difference that should start getting recognition for. But a massive story from today's game, there's two massive stories. Is Matt Chapman being hurt? Um, lifting weights. by picking up a dumbbell. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. I said jammed his finger. So the the non workout people out there now have a reason to say this is why you don't work out, I guess. But yeah, he gets he jams his finger putting a dumbbell back, which is I don't know how that's possible. I've never done that. Knock on wood. Hopefully, I don't ever. How the fuck do you do that? Like that's Wait. crazy. 
well, like those racks that have the thing in the middle you put your hand in and yeah, I just don't know how, how uncoordinated you could be to do that like maybe you're not paying attention I guess I, I don't like that's fucking crazy yeah and it can't feel good if you're missing and this lineup did not look good obviously and then they put up an 11 spot which is crazy and some are actually starting to say that I was the reason I'm talking about approach with Guillermo uh I might have been the main reason the J scored 11 but I'm not going to take credit who, for it. Avery. Who did you? Who did you fix the most? You and Guillermo. I think right I fixed. Night. I think I fixed Varsho. We were talking about Varsho. Um, we're talking approaches. We're yeah. Listen, I, I might be the hitting. I might change my bio to hitting strategist. Uh, <laughs> you should, hitting strategist. I would, I would like for you to provide Guillermo with a uh, scouting report at some point. I should. I should. That'll be a funny thing when Guillermo comes on the podcast. I'll mention that to him. We'll get a. Uh, we'll we'll get something going here. Uh, with that. Um, but yeah, no, listen, it, it was a fucking wild game uh, today. It was awesome. They needed it. They brought, they brought me back in when I was out. I was out yesterday. I was very mad. I was very, very mad about this game last night or yep. yeah, yesterday, but they, they bring me back in and they just stomp on these fucking guys, man. I mean, JMO's throwing middle, middle pitches. It was insane. And I know I'm taking credit for the 11 runs, but I got to give credit to Edwin Encarnacion. MLB allowing Edwin Encarnacion to be in the clubhouse now. Full uniform. Looks like he's playing. He probably could fucking hit better than some than Paul DeYoung, maybe. But that's going to be a massive factor, having Edwin in there, man. A guy that, no disrespect to Guillermo, he's my guy, didn't have success in the major leagues. Edwin did. Edwin knows what it takes to hit in the major leagues. Having this guy in the clubhouse now and having access to him and just approach-wise, all that type of stuff, is going to be a substantial difference for this team. And I don't know if he's going to be here forever, but I hope he is. I hope he stays here for the rest of the year and helps the team out because why not have a guy like that in the clubhouse? It doesn't do any wrong. Yeah. Um, people tweeting about Jose Bautista talking about his hitting coach changing everything for him. So, yeah, maybe Edwin could do the same thing. Yeah. So that was the end of the series. But I do want to go into Alec Manoa being sent down. You had to bring the rotation down to five guys, Rave. Like, you had to bring it down to five guys. Alec Manoa was the odd man out. Ryu's pitching really, really well, and you're not going to send Ryu down to fucking AAA. Alec Manoa was the odd man out, and honestly, he wasn't giving this team chances to win a lot of the time, maybe besides that Fenway start and the Detroit Comerica one. Um, but, yeah, he had to get sent down. He'll be called back up in September for September call-up. So, has a couple of weeks now here to just kind of work on things in AAA and uh, get better. How do you, and work how on do the- you not chalk, like... Confidence has got to be shot completely for him. Would you not yeah. think? Like, do you think we're on to 2024 with Alec Manoa? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You he's, think so? He's not making a playoff roster. No, not if with they how make well the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's. I think. I think he's done for this year. Sucks, man. I. I don't like the way it got handled this year. I think. What do you um, mean? Like that? Like getting him called back up and stuff like that? Yeah, it felt early when it happened, right? I think everyone thought the same thing. Three minor league starts, only one that was pretty good, and that was that was Double A again. You punched out a bunch of guys. That was Double A though. <laughs> it's yeah. I would love to know what their what their plan they thought was for him, because how how do you go from complex league? trying to fix things and a month later being like, okay, he's fixed. He can, he, they really did fuck with him, Avery. They really did. Like, didn't seem like he was really that fixed. Um, besides, like I said, that Fenway start where he looked really good, but that Cleveland start was really bad, man. I mean, missed like a really bad lineup. Didn't look great. And, uh, yeah. So I hope he figures it out. I hope he has some good starts in triple a, I hope, you know, he'll be called back up for September call-ups, obviously, but I don't think he's going to make another start here for a while. Maybe during that run where they face dog shit teams for three weeks to kind of take the uh, pressure off some of the pitching staff's arms, maybe give him six day rest. But I don't think he's going to be starting here for a while besides that. Yeah, I think they needed him right now because it was the 17 <clears throat> game, 17 days stretch. Yes. Right. So now, so. yeah, you knew, you know, it's going to happen. But uh, yeah, great win today. Awesome game. Uh Ryu obviously giving you a chance to win just like he does. Gives up two in the first and give up another run, but it wasn't even his runs. It was Brandon Belt there at first. So, yeah, awesome game and against a really good lineup, obviously. So, you can't say bad lineup like it was for the Guardians. This is a really good lineup. So, let's go into the uh, let's go into listener questions and then the Philly series, man. Our guy, our boys, our boys are in town now. Yeah, excited for that. Okay. Dalton Pompey being a cop in Hamilton, what regular jobs do you think some of the today's players would be good at? Okay. Um, 
Danny Jansen would be a chiropractor. Yeah, wearing. Do you see that? Wearing the athletic polos every day. Yes, yeah. Danny Jansen would be a chiropractor. I, I, I really, I want to text him that I that I said that because he actually just texted me today that he said uh, Guillermo said that he was with me last night to him. Uh, but uh, yeah, they're just shooting shoot, shooting the shit about Johnny G in the clubhouse. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll text him about that. Danny Jansen would definitely be a chiropractor. Uh, or a Chris, tra- or like a trainer, I think a trainer or athletic trainer. What Brandon would Kevin Gossman be? Oh, Kevin Gosman would work at a dispensary. Okay, <laughs> he would be the he'd be the tester. He would be the butologist <laughs> or whatever. He'd be they the butologist. <laughs> okay, hear me out. Chris Bassett would be a history teacher. Yeah, I'd, I'd go Tim Mays, a science teacher. Tim Mays, a science teacher. Okay, who would work like a regular ass sales job? Do you think on this team, like oh, who would be sa- like a Kevin Kiermaier would crush sales? Oh fuck yeah. He would be a great salesman. Kevin Kiermaier. Do you know those, uh, those like jabroni sales guys that uh, you see on TikTok and stuff that Jay loves? I think Kevin Kiermaier could be one of those. Just do a really good job of that. Yes. Um, Who do you think would be like accounting somewhere? Who's a nerd? Uh, Accounting. I, 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 accounting would have to be like Like Brandon Belt would be an accountant because he has that like accountant humor. I, you know? I'd agree with I'd agree with like that, Brandon yeah. Belt would be a great accountant. Who would be a professional cuddler? Turkey? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's an easy one right there. Turkey, by the way, this guy can't watch his dudes at bats anymore, bro. I can't. I can't watch Kirky at bat. I can't. I'm sorry, memes. Yeah, I, I can't. He's been terrible. He's been so bad. He's been so bad. Like, let's and I know this is the questioner, the the listener question segment of the thing, but I forgot to mention this earlier. Alejandro Kirk is hitting 211 in his last seven, 255 in his last 15, and 253 in his last 30. Like, this guy has not been good, man. His at-bats suck. So bad right now, his at-bats. So bad. What's the next question? Um, How does one spend $370 at the bar? Was that you? Did you do that? No. I, we did $1,500. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, now that the J- – you just buy a lot of shit. You go out and Yeah, you buy a lot of stupid all shit. The time. Uh, yep. Now the Jays are 1-0 with Johnny as Guillermo Martinez as assistant coach. Can we expect the lineup to continue to rake? Yes, we can, because Guillermo did text me earlier that I'm good luck, and I was one of the reasons why they figured it out. And I'm not even trolling you. This is like an actual test, text that he sent me, and I sent it to Avery. Uh, so I expect a turnaround. Expect a Phillies bounce back. This is when the Jays turned it around last year, right? That Philly series. They swept Philly uh, in Toronto. So expect maybe some fireworks me and Avery will be in the building both games but i don't know johnny hitting coaches put up an 11 spot today i'm not <laughs> going to take credit for it but it's from the hitting coach's mouth yep that's exactly it congrats johnny uh what separates spadina from the other toronto streets spadina is just right in the middle right in the heart of it right in the heart of right beside king street it's the greatest place on the planet where is Walking that uh batista batflip mural was that right beside Close. yeah it's on spadina yeah it's like two minutes from altos that's cool. Would you rather yeah. eat 40 hot dogs or drink 30 beers? 30 beers. 30 beers, not even close. 40 hot dogs, like, is disgusting. I, I, did, I did 10, and it was the worst day of my life. Yeah. 40, multiply that by four. I don't think yeah. I've eaten 40 hot dogs this entire year. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't You can't possibly do that. Are, are we going to get media passes? No. No. That'll you, never happen. That's a harsh reality. That, that will never happen. Uh, best spots in KW and Guelph. Trapper's Alley, Western <laughs> Bar and Grill. Uh, yeah, I call it Bar and Grill. It's not Western Bar and Grill, but Western. Uh, there's a lot, actually, on that street in Guelph. Dallas Nightclub, shout out our guy, uh, DJ Tumbleweed, who works there as a DJ there. Uh, there's a lot, man. Like, just any student kind of like – I know it's on a dive bar, but the dive bars there go nuts. Uh, like, uh, King Street. Pub on King. Pub on King is a really good one, too, in Waterloo. There's a lot. There's a lot of good ones. Okay, go-to outfit to wear for a night out of the town. Black t-shirt, black jeans. Is that what, is that what yours is? Mine switched it up. I mean, did you – Avery, you see that Nike shirt I bought that I was wearing on Friday? Yeah, I did like so that. That shirt goes nuts, huh? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I'm more of like a graphic tee guy now. I've kind of turned into like a graphic tee or like a uh, simple all black or tan or something along those lines. But um, it's definitely like a button-up or like a nice graphic tee and then like a – Nike dunks. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Um, this came this got DM'd to me. So I asked it in the chat, and that's why people were responding to it. But 
Um, if the Jays were to play Survivor, who is lasting the longest and who is going out first? Kevin oh, Gossman's shit. lasting. Kevin Gossman's lasting the longest on Blue Jays Survivor. That's not even close. That guy, a hundred percent, would just all he would need. He would just. He's smart enough, probably. And he's thought about it definitely when he's, you know, doing his extracurriculars. He's thought about how can I survive something? Kevin Gossman in the wild will win Survivor. He's too nice. So he everyone would be on his side. No one want to vote, vote, vote off the good guy. But he's also a very big competitor, like Chris Bassett was saying. I think Kevin Gossman easily wins Survivor with the Toronto Blue Jays. No questions asked. I think Bo, Bo is out first, potentially. Yeah, and I think Jose Barrios would be good at that. I've never watched Survivor, but me neither. Um, <laughs> I think Jose Barrios would be good. Okay, <laughs> you have to pitch the entire AL 2023 All Star team, including the pitchers. How long will it take to you to record an out? I think I get through a lineup one and a half times before I record an out. You 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 think that? Yep. Okay. I, yeah, I'm gonna say the same thing. I'll go a little sidearm action. I do it with a weird throwing motion, which throws people off. Uh, yeah, I'm going to agree. I'm going to agree with you. All right. Is the Corona collection still dropping? Yes. We, we're we just waiting for the David Schneider stuff to slow down in the Corona collection. Uh, we're going to drop it two weeks before bar night. Okay. So the two Fridays before, we'll drop it. We have a JR question here. We will answer this for him. If JR yeah. is on the episode, what does he actually do for work? We will answer that for him. I don't know what JR does for work. Me neither. I just know he makes decks and presents yes. to people. Yes, he and does. He's and very, very good at that. So and he talks to athletes somehow. Yeah. Um, he was in Montreal, his bucket list city. He was he in. He did. Yeah. I'm excited to hear the stories from it. His bucket list city. <laughs> from his bachelor party he was on. Not yeah. For him, I'm excited but... to hear the stories about it. All I right, really that, am. That's all we got. All right. So let's go into the Philly series. Um, I'm so excited, man. My like Bryson's obviously everyone knows that he's one of my best friends. Uh, it's so it'll never not be cool seeing your buddy who I came up with. Like, I was I surprised him on draft day. I don't know if people know that. I flew down to Vegas and su- surprised him on draft day. Me and his mom coordinated it. Um, so this is a guy I've been in the trenches with since I think I was at his first ever series in Williamsport, high A or low A, I think it was. So I've been with this guy forever, man. So it's cool to see him have success. It's cool to see him raking in the show. We saw him and launch last year too. Yeah, and he launched twice. Tuesday, Wednesday, he launched on both. Both he launched both games. So I'm excited to see him. Uh, there won't be a stream this week. Obviously, we're going to Cincy. Then we're doing the two games this week uh, and going to dinner with Bryson and Schwarber and those guys. Um, but uh, it's it's Zach Wheeler versus Kikuchi, and then it's. Uh, Aaron Nola versus Kevin Gossman. Two awesome pitching matchups. I will say this. Two awesome pitching matchups. I am so excited for this series. It's always fun facing a team that you don't see that much. Or oh, I know they face them four times a year, technically. But it's fun to see this. Because they come here, we go there. Uh, it's awesome. And I am ex- I think Jordan Romano will be back. And so will Tr- I don't think Trevor Richards will be back yet. But Jordan Romano will be back for the series. Um, he's working his way through AAA right now. So... Uh, it just, uh, I'm going to say a split like Alto, man. I don't know. It's like the Phillies are really good, dude. The Phillies are really, really fucking good. Same uh, 65 and 54, pretty like one half a game behind the Jays uh, in the MLB standings. I know it doesn't matter, but this is a good team. This is a powerful team, a great team. I know Bryce Harper might be injured, I think, uh, but this team's good. It, it's not, it's not going to be easy, Avery. Yeah, split. But yeah, it, it, it you got your two most consistent pitchers going for the Blue Jays, though. So that's what you have going for you. I know Aaron Nola has been kind of ass this year. 4-5 ERA. Not great, Avery. No. Nope. Uh, Zach Wheeler hasn't even been that great either, actually. Um, actually, never mind. 3-7-5 ERA has been decent. Uh, oh, very good strike strikeout to walk ratio. Holy fuck. 155 strikeout, 25 walks. The Jays will win that game and lose the Nola game. Who are we kidding? Yeah. Kevin, Kevin Gossman's pitching game, too. Who are we fucking kidding? Exactly, so that's going to happen, man. Yeah, exactly. what's going to happen. But anyways, everyone, man, uh, make sure you buy your tickets to bar night. It's going by quick. I still can't believe how many people bought tickets. I get the notifications on my email. Uh, so make sure you get them. And uh, the next time we talk to you, we're not going to have much to talk about. So make sure you, you send a lot of listener questions. It's only two game series. Then we'll be recorded Wednesday night. So uh, make what the most are, of what this. Are, what are we doing for our week? Uh, when's di- what's dinner night? 
I don't know yet. Because Monday they have a team dinner. Oh, brutal. Yeah, so it'll probably be like Tuesday, Wednesday we'll go for dinner with them. Okay. Or like Tuesday, sorry. Tuesday would be awesome. Yeah, Tuesday we'll go for dinner with them. But anyways, um, love you guys, man. Still, the support's been insane. It's been fucking crazy. Let's keep it going. We're coming down. We're buzzing. The Jays, this is crunch time. Every game means more. That's why you just loser posting everything on Twitter means more. <laughs> Have ourselves a week. Let's if the Jays split the series, they win the series. That's the mindset for this week. All right. And we'll go into Cincy, produce you guys great content, great blog content. And we will talk to you guys on Wednesday. Prepare for the Cincy series. Text us if you're going to be there. And uh, we'll chat on Wednesday night. Love you guys. Game 14 forever.